and welcome back to the Brennan Book Blog Podcast. I am your host, Kate Brennan, and today we are kicking off season two with episode 11 of our podcast, Words, 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 books about words to herald the new school year. That's right, it's back to school time, kids. A time of year when the 60-minute theme song marks the impending doom to teachers everywhere, and when we remind you that we had to travel to an actual library across town in no shoes to sift through unmarked microfiche to do research that you can now do on your phone. Embrace the season of new knowledge by delving into these titles that tackle the magic of words, words, words. Things I Don't Want to Know on Writing by Deborah Levy While Churchill's words were broadcast in 1939 regarding Russia, I can't help but apply them to Deborah Levy's compact, Bible-like 2013 treatise on writing. Things I Don't Want to Know is a riddle wrapped inside a mystery, inside an enigma. I don't often pick up nonfiction books by choice, so it was surprising to me when I started to read this morsel standing in West Village's Three Books and Company and laughed out loud within the first few pages. I couldn't put it down. I've recently read some disparaging remarks on page turners. Some readers have rejected them as cheap or contrived. However, this book is a brilliant example of what a quality page turner can be. Page turners keep you reading. That's it. They keep you curious, engaged, the writer spins the fabric of her story with enough shimmer to keep you smitten and enough substance to keep you satiated. And while it was a small meal at 100 pages, things I don't want to know definitely kept me interested until the last course, and I was full at the end. As the piece opens, Levy escapes from wrangling with overwrought emotions on escalators to a rustic writer's haven in Mallorca. Amidst a blizzard there, she dines with a shopkeeper, and that's when we plummet into the rabbit hole of her childhood in apartheid South Africa. Will this book teach you how to write? About 10% of the book actually even mentions writing, and that's exactly why it's such a great book on writing. Because writing is about the life lived, the world seen, the experiences had, and not the time spent at the typewriter with the notebook, bleary-eyed at the blue screen. It touches on gender identity, cultural identity, family, shame, voice, and discovery. It is proof that big things can come in small packages and that page turners can deliver substance, insight, and life lessons in the hands of a writer brave enough to be emotionally bare and careful enough to chronicle it in a slim 100-page binding. Lexicon by Max Berry Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will kill me. If Stephen Hall of Raw Shark Texts and Dave Eggers of The Circle conceived a book baby, and if it were raised by Vanessa Veselka of Zazen and babysat alternately by Gabrielle Zevin of The Storied Life of A.J. Fickery and Elena Graydon of The Word Exchange, that book would grow up to be lexicon. I'll admit that I put down the book after reading a few pages because I felt a little like I had joined a conversation that had started already, but then realized that my go-to book recommendation friend gave it the green light, so it must be amazing, and of course, she was right. 
Barry is one of those authors, like those I just mentioned, who has a love affair with language, and as a result, shares it generously with his readers. In Lexicon, an entire town has been mysteriously decimated, and anyone who enters it dies due to a word. Is it magic? Maybe. But more, it's the power to manipulate, to suggest, to insinuate. How far can that go? Well, I got you to listen until the end of this, didn't I? The Word Exchange, a novel by Elena Graydon. I recently remembered a book that I read two years ago. I got it in my head that it was called The Language Exchange. A Google search for The Language Exchange does not lead to any books, however, and my failed search struck me as so odd I started to panic. Had I imagined this book? This book about language and technology. This book in which technology spreads a virus and erases language as we know it? It was part Stephen Vincent Benet's Nightmare Number 3 and part my worst fears manifest in a real experience. What if the book didn't actually exist? Or worse, what if it did exist at one time but was absorbed into the digital juggernaut and co-opted as a takeover plan by the machines themselves? Turns out, the book I was thinking of is actually called The Word Exchange. So, we may be safe. For now. I didn't write about the word exchange two years ago because I was out of the country at the time, and speaking to Kai and Orkney was the only version of blogging we had at our disposal. But the fact that I still remember it now convinces me that it is an excellent fable for our time. The story, like all good stories, is a love affair with language. Anna, one of the few remaining wordsmiths, is compiling an archive of language while the world has turned their attentions to handheld devices called memes for communication, for entertainment, for, well, everything your iPhone is doing right now. Suddenly, Anna's father goes missing, leaving only a literary clue behind, while the people of the world fall sick with a word virus. This concept is so creative and terrifying, I want to simultaneously share this book with the world and lock it securely away from readers' vulnerable eyes. If the word lover premise doesn't get you, consider it an ineluctable opportunity to learn new vocabulary. I actually liked vocab quizzes in high school, and it was teaching me plenty of chestnuts I'd never even heard of before. Be sure to keep a dictionary handy. It's a little Stephen Hawes, the raw shark texts, a little all the birds in the sky, and a lot of Armageddon via the Tower of Babel. Because what if, like a, a file on your computer, your language, your ability to communicate, your very relationship with the world could be corrupted? What if it is already happening right now? Dorum ipsum dolore. Thank you for tuning in to the Brennan Book Blog Podcast. I'm the sound engineer, Daniel Etty Williams. If you like what you hear, please tell your friends. And if not, tell your enemies. Just tell someone. 
We've featured over 30 titles on our first season, which is available for streaming on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. And if you're in need of some more instant bibliophilic gratification, check out our Tumblr at brennanbookblog.tumblr.com. And as always, keep calm and read on. as a faculty teacher on WOCU, the official podcast channel of Oklahoma City University's BA Theater and Performance Program. Executive producers include Mark Parker, Brian D. Parsons, and Gregory DeCandia. WOCU Executive Director is Nicole Waltman. Burning Book Blog Episode 11 was written and hosted by Kate Brennan with a producing engineer, Daniel Eddie Williams, and program manager, Hannah V. Boyens. Burning Book Blog's theme was composed by Kate Brennan. Additional music provided by Nathan Shills and Eric John. The entire first season of Burning Book Blog is on WOCU.online and available via your favorite podcast streaming service. Burning Book Blog encourages you to keep calm and read on.